everybody to this episode of the Women in Technology Spotlight. It's so great to have you all here. Today, I have a special guest, Temi Oladoku from Nigeria. She is a senior technical product owner and the founder of Techie Geeks. And I'm so glad she found the time to talk to us. Hi, Temi. Hi, Ronke. Nice to be here. So Temi, um, I've heard great things about you, but tell us a little bit about yourself, about your private life, about your family, some details. Okay, uh, you've already mentioned my name, so reiterating that would be boring. So I'll just start with what I do, where I live, my interests, my hobbies and stuff like that. Okay, I'm Temi, people call me Temi because my name is very long. As you can see, Temi Topolado, right? I'm Tammy. I live in Nigeria. I'm presently a senior technical product owner at Hebe InBev and also Bush InBev, producer of Budweiser and the likes and Corona, not coronavirus, but Corona beer drink, right? So, and uh, my hobby is just traveling, making friends, technology, innovation, just making life better for everybody, right? And uh, my interest is also is still a little bit into my hobbies. Mm -hmm. Just tech, reading books, meeting friends, uh, med uh, mental health, relaxing, talking to people and stuff like that. So that's pretty much it about me. And personal life, I'm not married, right? I'm still single. I think maybe it's just part of those things that come with tech, I don't know. <laughs> but maybe in, in view, marriage in view, and uh, I think that's, let's just keep it short. <laughs> okay. So I, maybe it's just because you're young. <laughs> that is why you're not married. Yet. I and think also. so, yeah. <laughs> so um, you already mentioned you're in tech and you are one of the women in tech. Obviously, this is the Women in Tech Spotlight. And you were recommended very warmly by uh, Pamela, who did an interview with me recently. And so I was wondering, how did you become a woman in tech? Okay, my journey started 10 years back when I, I went to school to study computer engineering at a university in the northern part of Nigeria, Midugari to be precise. So I was there, studied for six years, computer engineering, but something else drew my attention or jumped at me, which is coding, writing code, seeing the code, how it turns out, how it becomes live, when you write something behind your laptop, how people can start interacting with it, makes life better for people. I got into that. Then after school, I wanted to bring in hardware. And that was how I started my company, Techie Gigs. Started buying hardware, training people, because I discovered the more you train, you retain the knowledge as well. And you even become better at what to do. So I was training teenagers, young children, robotics, and bringing the coding idea that I have into hardware although on this low skill kind of thing. Then after that, I moved into product management. Now I'm in product management, but not core product management. I still interface with engineers, developers, scientists, researchers, and stuff like that. So that's how I got into tech. I would say I just got into it. Yeah, but you casually mentioned, oh, I went to the north, to Maduguri, and I studied computer engineering. But how come? Yeah. I mean, it's not the first thing that, uh, you know, it's not the kind of study that women usually choose. Did you have any role models? How did you get interested in computer science? 
Yeah, I have, my other brother is into computer engineering as well, but not as a course. He studied chemical engineering, but I used to see him behind laptops, writing codes because he was into this C++ then. And then he was developing software for people that then my sister and I used to market for him, right? I got oh. into it, oh, nice, oh, you know? And I got into school, okay, I think I want to be follow that pattern. And I was fortunate that after school, I got mentors that could actually guide me, that shortened my journey in what I wanted, my career journey, I mean. Because mm -hmm. at some point, that's one thing that kills females in Africa. You don't have the mentors. The mentors we have, most of them are in lines with maybe fashion, media, or when it comes to tech, they are very rare. And even if you find one, they don't have the time for you because they themselves, they are trying to find their face, space, they're trying to find their food. A lot of things just happen. So you just have to be determined. But I was fortunate. I got some people that mentored me mm -hmm. into this line and I got people online as well. You know, Google mm -hmm. is just an amazing space where you can actually get people, just talk, tell yeah. people how do you do that? Just mm -hmm. like that for me. Yeah, so you touched on an important point so that it is hard. It's not just in Nigeria, I think. It's it's everywhere to find yeah. mentors for women, women who want to go into tech. And that is because there are not a lot of them yet. So I'm, I hope we Very are, true. you know, working on changing that. And, and we are... I uh, hope so. <laughs> but um, this brings me to the next question because you said you went to the north to study after school and yeah. um, how was that I mean were there many women in your course or was it mostly men and how did you how did you enjoy <sighs> that is that's a very good question because interestingly I have like four women in my class four to six in my class mm -hmm. studying computer engineering but if I look back now and maybe taking account of the people that still remain in this field, not just in class. Mm -hmm. I don't think we are up to three or two. Yes. Because a lot of people have actually fallen by the way, moved into something, maybe moved into something better. I won't say something there because anything you're moving into is something better for you at that stage when you made up when you made your choice, right? So like mm -hmm. let me just say two people, six, so the is becoming a bottleneck. Well, yeah. yes, we're many, six, but along the line we streamlined to two. And now I don't know if I'm still the only one because I lost contact with majority of them. I don't know. I don't see them anymore. Yeah, yeah. You said six is a lot. How many were there in the class? I mean, people on the uh, whole. Seriously, I can't remember the number right now, but let's no, say 30. Approximately. 30. Let me yeah. just say 30. Yeah, mm -hmm. then six. Oh, that's a bad number. Six. That's six. actually not that much, right? I mean, not, yeah. not that many women. Then. Yeah, and, yeah. And, but, but it's actually quite representative of what we see. Mm -hmm. You know, we see that there are a few women and we see that they drop out and they choose something you say better. But I think they would stay maybe if they found better opportunities within tech. So I'm glad mm -hmm. that you uh, stayed and that you're one of the women in tech that remains. And um, tell me, what is it that is keeping you in tech? This question is a very good question. I would say it's one question that is, the, is also the answer to the question. What keeps me in tech is just, tech is just something I want to do. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know if I will do any other thing aside tech. 
it gets boring. Even with product management, I was talking to a friend today that, oh, I'm getting bored. Mm -hmm. Because I no longer write code like before. I no longer build stuff like before. And, you know, it's just, you just interface with the business. You don't, you're not in charge of you. You're not part of the people building, even though you're contributing. I've always been an handsome person, right? Mm -hmm. So I say that. So that's just the answer. Without mm -hmm. tech, I don't think I will still do any other thing. I still. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was just fortunate to find my journey very early on in life, right? I just, I was just fortunate to find out. I think tech will do it for me. I think that's amazing, you know, to have this passion for something and knowing that this is what you want to do. And it's not a gift that everyone has. So I'm glad you found your calling, as you said. And Thank I, you. what I heard you say was that you are a person who actually enjoys creating things with tech. And when you talk about creating, and you also talked about, you know, you you founded this techie geek um, company, yeah. train people. Um, and I think part is the creating, and the other part is maybe changing the world with what you create. Is that an, uh, part of what fascinates you about tech? Yeah, because one thing, one interesting thing about tech is you get to create things, great mm -hmm. to see how people implement what you have created in their lives, mm -hmm. makes their life better, right? And also, even you yourself, you're also touching your life because you also use those things. Mm -hmm. Because I'm a fan of you build things that you know you can use. Ethics. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I call it ethics in tech, right? So mm -hmm. it's still something that makes you build things, you make life better, you see people live longer because they are not stressed, they are not, all around you in Nigeria, for example, you always see problems. So as a tech person, it gives me this power that I can actually, I can fix that problem. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know if other department, I don't know, I've not explored it. I don't want to be myopic in my talk. I don't think other department will give me that leverage to solve people's problem like tech. Yeah. Like maybe yeah. buying products, you know, just build an application. That's tech for crying out loud. Mm -hmm. You know, so because sometimes people find it difficult, logistic issues, uh, supply chain. Uh, I want to buy something at the market. I can't go, especially during COVID, that mm -hmm. people couldn't go out in Nigeria. Even when we were going out, it was kind of streamlined. People were ordering product online. And that's what tech. Even if you're ordering it on Instagram, Facebook, it's still tech, right? So I just feel like tech makes everything easy, provided we are conversant or we keep in check ethics and tech. Because, mm -hmm. you know, for every good thing, there's also the bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. I love that approach. And it's an interesting thing that I've seen talking to many African tech makers, because a lot of them, they are very passionate about, about making the world better for others. So I have know this amazing couple in South Africa, they're um, building blockchain for uh, supply, you know, supply chain um, topics and and their motto is also creating technology for good and I think this is a big thing that we're seeing in Africa is you know these young uh, tech people going out and trying to fix the problems that we have in Africa with technology because um, I think that technology as it is today is very democratic everyone has access yeah. to it through the internet so you have this opportunity to create right yes yeah that's a good thing about tech now yeah it's not it's I would say, okay, let me just streamline to AI, where I, my space is also. 
is decentralized. Everybody have information to this. There are a lot of courses coming on board for them people to start uh, sensitizing, to sensitize people, I mean, to train them, to educate them, to kind of change their mindset about tech, to a lot of things, right? But I don't know. Tech is just the way. I don't want to be biased here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course we're biased because we are in tech and we are here because we like it, obviously. But, yeah. uh, and what I would also love is uh, for more women to be in tech because I think the tech mm -hmm. space is a great space for women, not just because you're part of changing the world. Mm -hmm. You're also, you know, at this place where you can make good money in the end, better than with yeah. many other things, right? I mean, we yeah. have to mention that. <laughs> yes. I think it also is also part of the thing that followed me into creating my company then because I was just like, okay, I'm building this stuff. Then grooming people for competitions, make their life better. You see kids that have the idea and they will just say, okay, I would like to build this. And from there, right, kids can actually build their passion. That, oh, this is what I want to be. This is what, because I, I didn't, I was fortunate, right? But I didn't start my journey very early. I started my journey like in my university, but I was introduced gradually by my brother that I see work with laptops mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But, you know, imagine if I've been introduced in my elementary mm -hmm. stage. Yes. Maybe building stuff, writing code. Ah, mm -hmm. maybe my journey will even be farther than this. Maybe I'll be in Google Absolutely. in who knows. Yeah. Absolutely. So. And I think that's a big uh, point that you just touched on because so many, especially girls, come in contact with uh, computers and with computer science, engineering mm -hmm. and tech much later in life than, than boys, actually. And yeah. that gives, gives us a disadvantage. You, we could be further in our journey if we started early. Mm -hmm. So this is a good thing you're doing by educating, you know, catching them young. So when yeah. you look at uh, the children that, that are also coming to your courses and, and you're educating, are there boys and girls or is it mostly boys? It's mostly girls. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly girls, right? A lot yeah. of them come, but some of them drop by the way. Some of them is because this teacher is a female teacher, you know, this mm -hmm. kind of sentiment. Let me come for the class. And they later fall in love with it. Some of them will be like, oh, it's too vigorous. Oh, no, no, I want to stop. Because one thing about my training is if you're coming in, you have to just know you're giving your best. Mm -hmm. Tech does not mean because you are gender. Tech is not gender bias. Tech has to be delivered the way it should be delivered, not because of your gender decide to deliver it this way. You understand? Mm -hmm. So if you're coming into my class and you feel like you can't take the eat, you need to leave the kitchen, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but it's just for, and some of them are so zealous, resilient, and you just see them going for it, going for it, going for it. And just, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Out of yeah. every 12, there must be someone that does. I don't want to call the Judas because people classify the Judas as the bad one, but sometimes the Judas can be a good one. Mm -hmm. I think this is amazing. And um, it's it's very true that you it doesn't matter what, what gender you are. You have to do a good job, obviously. But what I can see is obviously having a female role model is so important to attract other women. And that is, I think, one of the reasons also why I'm asking you for this interview is I want to show your face because you're a role model to other African women who want to go into tech and maybe think, oh, this is, might not be for me because it's mostly men and you don't see women. So it is important uh, to see women like you and especially 
for young girls, it's very important to have role models. I mean, not everyone is as lucky as you or I that they don't need those female yeah. role models and they just do it because they're interested. So yeah, yeah this is this is an amazing even, initiative. Yeah, even Sorry. with me, I still need models, right? Because mm -hmm. journey can be very dry. It can be dark. Yes. And sometimes I just feel like jumping out of the bus. Sometimes mm -hmm. I just feel like, ah, oh, who told me to come here? But when you look at the bright side of it, that you are mm -hmm. saving people, you are making life better, you're building solutions for people. You mm -hmm. like, for example, my team, we're building AI products. We're mm -hmm. building NLP, computer vision, IoT products. We're building applications. We are building, and even with that, we are still researching. At some mm -hmm. point, I had to tell them in my team that I think the next set of people I'm recruiting are females because this gender needs to be a balance, mm -hmm. right? Because mm -hmm. we have more men that are applying for the AI role. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. Diversity. So I'm bringing in more women. So I just feel like sometimes it can be dark. Even when you are up there, mm -hmm. there is no there in the field of tech. You can't yeah. be there. The more you get there, you discover the journey still continues. So, yeah, you're right. We always need to have someone, you know, that feel we feel we can feel our know. tank. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's also the reason why these female tech networks are so important. Yesterday, I took part in a women in IT um, conference track and it was amazing just you know just this conference room full, full of women it was just such an uplifting feeling and I think that is something we need because as you said it can be dark from time to time just you know being surrounded by people who are not like you and um, in your case you have been really successful so far and this is good but um, of course yeah, all of us we need support you know yeah. You mentioned NLP, so I'm intrigued. What do you do with with language processing? Because that is something I have recently come in contact uh, with as well. With a company, okay. he's working on on translating African languages into each other. So I'm of course oh, I'm wow. interested. <laughs> okay, for NLP, what we use, uh, what we do with NLP is just to extract text, mm -hmm. especially keywords that we really want from some some of our merchandise it could be receipts it could be invoices some mm -hmm. people call it invoices in another country we will call it receipts in nigeria right so i'm I using know. those two names so not to confuse <laughs> the audience so it could be receipt or invoice it could be your materials maybe uh inventory booklets stuff like that mm -hmm. so all you just need to do is just pass it through our application and it extracts the major keywords that you want it to be extracted Mm -hmm. that's just basically what we use it for and i think based on what you just talked about the language processing you're talking about the corpus the uh encoding text mm -hmm. sorry don't let me talk <laughs> this is an interview not a lecture right no no so, that's okay nah, yeah. okay so it's more about uh, you encoding those texts as well mm -hmm. so it depends on the business case so if it's going to be translating to african language we have to take note of the Tona Max because in Nigeria we have named uh, Max over our names, just mm -hmm. like the Spanish that have like underneath their names, kind of, you know, mm -hmm. those things are things that we need to take note of as well. And uh, one thing about it that I've also known, uh, I've come to realize is the processing speed. 
of text sometimes can be very slow compared to images because images can be pixelized and the discovery or the research in the space of computer vision has gone far, far beyond what we have in NLP. Mm -hmm. There are still some things that we are still researching. That being said, that doesn't mean that there's no major breakthrough in that space. People are still mm -hmm. researching, people are still seeing stuff. I'm still reading research paper. I'm still brainstorming with my team. We're still coming up with ideas. And it's something that can be achieved, you know? So it's just, it's I've just really touched a little bit about processing. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that image processing was faster than, than language processing. So that's a very interesting point you just made there. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. yeah. So that sounds like an interesting application for, um, for um, sorry, we were talking about artificial intelligence as well, right? Um, what are other projects are you working on? With your team? Yeah, my team AI projects having it in section of NLP computer vision IoT, right? Then mm -hmm. uh, we also have some part of application software development. Then I also work on a little bit of RPA, robotics processing automation, mm -hmm. where it's just the min mini scale part of it. So mm -hmm. it's just a little bit here, a little there. I just mm -hmm. then and Okay, in my personal life, as I project, I'm a lifelong learner, so I'm learning a little bit about fine-tuning my skills. I already have that, but I got to discover that you need to be grounded in it, like systems engineering, mm -hmm. systems design, because we all know where we are headed in life. With time, you need to just be ready for the opportunity that comes your way. Not Yes, opportunity will always come. Are you ready to take the opportunity, you know? So I'm gradually learning that's also like system design because this particular field or space I am now, senior technical product owner, right? I've actually opened my eyes to see that it's not just building products. It's getting it to the users in a way that there's latency, there's low latency or high in some regards. Mm -hmm. uh, the uh, availability is also there. I availability, um, the throughput, all those things needs to come into play. It's not just building solution. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So those true. are things I'm beginning to just see. Okay, let me put all those things together. Let me put mm -hmm. them together and make them start making up, becoming themy. Yeah, I think you, you yeah. it's very important to understand that when you're in tech, the learning never stops because tech evolves and there's always something new to know. There's new technology, technology changes, and you have to be ready, you know. If you yeah. stop learning, then that's the end of your tech career, basically. I mean, exactly. So. Yeah. yeah. And that's so a again, little bit of research. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, I need a little bit of research because I would say maybe next year I might move into research. Mm -hmm. with my job that I just love to read okay let me see what are you doing there okay mm -hmm. us for the university what are you researching about let me know you know so I just like to just, yeah I just want to just know a little bit about it's not a little bit especially my field I want to be grounded in a way that when you are being asked a question you are not saying um um um, um. I might not know everything you can't know everything but what you know you should be able to speak with authority something like that so yeah. that's what I'm trying to just like, okay, it's not easy, I know. <laughs> but no, but it's something we try to achieve, you know, that we have, you know, this basic knowledge that we have, that, that foundation to build upon, you know, and that yeah. this, so, so that foundation should be solid. 
so yeah, exactly. yeah so lifelong learning you know the, the ability to change the future all this is part of tech and doing something for good and for other people and if you look at yourself and, and you look back and when you were younger um what would you what tips would you give yourself if you could tell your younger self something that you know now <laughs> feel early feel small resilience always win resilience and consistency always win and uh, gender is a thing of the mind mm -hmm. good uh, point I, yeah i can keep talking about <laughs> gender is a thing of the mind consistency and resilience always win feel small mm -hmm. feel early and um I think let me just limit it to three. Yeah. I mean, no, that's fine. It's very good points and very important to understand. I mean, to succeed in life, you absolutely need uh, resilience. You must be able, mm -hmm. you know, when you try something out, be able to try it out and then fail yeah. soon, <laughs> you know, instead of just keeping on doing something and then later yeah. finding um, that it was the wrong path, wrong path. and of yeah. course gender is not something that should stop you from being whatever you want to be because it's basically it's a construct the gender is a construct yeah. and it doesn't mm -hmm. stop you from you know achieving your dreams and the career you're exactly in. Yeah. yeah so that's good points thank you so much thank Jimmy. You. thank and you and also thank you for the time you've given me for the interview it was a pleasure talking to you same here Thanks so much for having me here.